Hey everybody, this is Curtis Lane. You know that this week's episode is brought to you by Hinge. Hinge is the dating app that is designed to be deleted. What you have to do is download the app, find love, and then delete the app. It really is that simple. You may be trying other dating apps, but Hinge allows people to provide feedback on their dates in a way that will let you know maybe if there's a diamond in the rough. Don't take our word for it. Download it today and give it a try. I'm sure you'll find much success. Thank you and have a great day. She won't get married because she's never been in love. Andy's really hot. And don't get me wrong, you're cute too, but Andy is like cut from Marvel. He's gorgeous. He's like this beautiful face and this incredible body. And I genuinely don't care that he's kind of lame. For a lot of people, love isn't just a slogan. And if he hits you again, you tell me. I'd be forced to knock his teeth off. I don't think that would be such a good idea. He's big. I'm sorry. It's written into my character to do it, so I do it. What do you mean love? You mean a big lightning bolt to the heart where you can't eat and you can't work and you just run off and get married and make babies. Wait, wait, wait. Don't leave. Don't leave, please. I could use your help. Take this quarter. Go downtown and have a rat gnaw that thing off your face. Good day to you, madam. Have you been single for far too long? Are you out of touch with the dating game? Regardless of your plight, we're here to help. Put your hands together for the crew of the Nerds in Love podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Nerds in Love podcast. I'm your host, Curtis. With me, as always, is Dr. Stephanie Sarkis, PhD. You can find her over at stephaniesarkis.com. How are you today, Steph? I'm great. How are you? I'm great. I'm ready to burst out onto the faces of all. I'm just kidding. This is a really bad joke. I'm ready this for this podcast. International podcast. Happy International Podcast Day on that note. Yeah, we got a really insane email. There's a lot of crazy emails this week, but there's there's one in particular that I just kept reading. We're not we're not saying that the person that wrote it's insane. We're just saying that it was it's an unexpected it's wild ride circumstances. Yes, we'll say that much. Well, it's it's um it brings up a lot of questions of consent and uh stuff. (laughs) And yeah, whether you should or not, just sometimes you gotta just say no, man. Uh, but yeah, this podcast is not a substitute for mental health treatment, but how's the weather your way, stuff? Beautiful today. I'm happy to report that it was like in the upper 60s Fahrenheit today. Okay. And, oh, we spent so much time outside today. It was so nice. Nice. So, yeah, it's getting cooler here. Yay! Yeah. Sometimes it's nice. How about you? Well, hmm? it's 70 degrees Fahrenheit right now. Oh, man. Yeah. Nice. It's sunny. And, uh, yeah, it's not too bad. All in all, good. I like to think that we give listeners just a little sense of normalcy when we discuss the weather in the beginning of every episode. You mean on, like, when Donnie's on and he's... Even when you watch the dumpster fire of a debate. Although, we won't dive too much into the debate. I'm sure people don't... They've gotten enough of that, but... But I will say that people are having more flashbacks to previous abuse, and if you are having those... Make sure you're extra nice to yourself and maybe think about not watching the next two debates. Yeah. Because a lot of people are reporting um, that they're having flashbacks. I uh, I did like, I did find it funny 
the part where Joe Biden hugged his wife and then Trump uh, kind of like nudged uh, Melania to be like, hey, give me a hug. Mm-hmm. She's like, no. Right. Did you see that? Yep. That was pretty Who knows funny. what that's, yeah, who knows their whole story. I'm, I'm right. secret, I'm, I'm willing to take Vegas up bets, Vegas odds that like once this uh, presidency is over, she divorces him. Oh yeah, I think doesn't she didn't she get a changed prenup or something? I don't even know where this came from. That she had a prenup change or something in order to stay on, not divorce him before he went to the White House or something. Like she negotiated a better Maybe. prenup or something. Probably. They, I just feel like they didn't got they got to be sleeping in separate bedrooms at this point. So. I think that was actually reported by somebody at the White House that they do. Yeah. So. Who knows? Maybe yeah, like the utter contempt is so clear. Oh, her, you and, and you just, you know, the part, the part that cracks me up is you just know it's just bugging him deep down. He's just like, this mm-hmm. is not what I wanted. I wanted to rule a country and have my, my sex with my wife. And now it's like, nope. Well, yeah, he did, he did some behaviors that would make a wife not pleased. Yeah. Well, that's, that's, that's like, true. like being racist would be one of them. Yeah. But there's also other behaviors. Yeah. They uh, like a laundry list, but. Right. Anyways. Let's let's get to these emails. There's a lot of great ones this week. There are. Uh, remember, you can always email us at mailbag at com. Like Ryan did, he said, nerds, I just started texting uh, to this girl for 10 minutes, and she already put me on her close friends list on Instagram. Doesn't it feel too soon? Uh, yeah, within 10 minutes, what, you texted her, you added her on Instagram, and she added you to her close friends list? Yeah, that's pretty quick. Uh, also, like, close friends is typically for people that you sort of trust with a lot of details. Uh you know, typically your close friends list is one where, yeah, you, you, you're posting things that, yeah, you're, you don't want like particular family members or, you know, some other friends to see. So I, don't know, I guess that means that she trusts you, but it does feel a little quick to be adding you that soon. Um, but who knows, maybe you're getting along. I, I would, I would treat it like a yellow flag, you know, could be an issue, but maybe she's just really into you. Um, you know, see how it goes. What do you think, Steph? Can, let me ask you this. So if, if, you know, as an Instagrammer, I don't, I didn't even know about this close friends list. So if she's an Instagram influencer, would she possibly be putting people on her close friends list right away? I mean, if she, if that's part of her work, I don't, well, I don't know how influencers work. I'm not really like privy to that kind of stuff, but like. I typically would think like people who would add somebody to a close friends list, like regardless, like you would have to have some level of trust in that person because you're probably posting okay. things that you don't want your other followers to see, you know, for instance, oh, like, okay. on my, um, on my Instagram close friends list, I have people who are not, uh, family or coworkers. So I keep the, the family. Wait, what? I have my Instagram close friends list to people. Oh, are- they actually, they're literally friends. Okay. Yeah, yeah, or you know, it can be whatever you want, but like for me, I just have people who are who are people who are not my family or coworkers, mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. in my mind, I'm like, eh, I don't need them seeing some of the stuff I post on there. But everyone else, I'm like, yeah, it's fine. Am I one of your close friends? You are. I thought so. I thought I was because I see posts and I think it says like, doesn't it say like friends list or something on it? Because I see some of your stories and it says like. Something indicating this is not for everybody. Yeah. It usually will have okay. like a little green thing saying close friends or something. Oh, I feel so special. Thank you for welcoming me to inner circle. Oh, you're welcome. But yeah, it teaches them. But yeah, like I would say. <laughs> I will add you as soon as I figure out how to do this. 
and we and you know Steph and I have known known each other for longer than ten minutes, but you know, it, right. I, I would say this isn't necessarily a bad thing, but maybe it's a little like tell maybe it's a little alarming that she maybe doesn't have a lot of friends that she would add you right away, but I don't know, maybe she's just or that's how she rolls. Yeah, maybe that's how she rolls. Maybe she's just she feels a really strong connection, and you know, it, it it's not. I would say maybe carry it with you and see how other things fare and go from there. Mm-hmm. But it's not inherently a bad thing. It's just, it's just a thing. Like it's just, it's mm-hmm. a thing that some people do nowadays. And, um, you know, again, it's not a, the young whippersnappers. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. if anything, you think about it this way, at least she's not hiding things from you because if, oh, if, that's it, was, a point. if it was the other way around and you know, you weren't on there, you'd have to maybe wonder, you know, what she was posting on there. And if you weren't seeing it, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. at least you know that she's being forthright and honest with you. So that's right. something. Right. So I would look at what other behaviors she's having. Is she yeah. contacting you more than what you're comfortable with? I mean, I think that's what you have to really look at is what's the gestalt or the overall behavior that you have. Because when we look at just one behavior kind of in a bubble, we don't always see the whole picture. Yeah, it's not like it's not indicative of a issue in and of itself, but it is mm-hmm. sort of maybe a symptom of something that could be an issue. But it's really hard mm-hmm. to tell without knowing what else is going on. But Right. Just keep it right. in the back of your mind, like, you know, if maybe mm-hmm. she's, like, maybe ask her, like, what do you do when, what do you do to hang out with your friends, or something like that. If she then says, I don't have any friends, then you can be like, oh, okay, well, that and the close friends thing is probably an indicator of some kind of issue. Uh, you know, maybe just do a little bit of investigating. You don't have to, like, grill her or anything, but, you know, just ask some questions. Yeah, that'd be a little appropriate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Don't be like, do you have friends? If so, how many? But I think that's a good way to approach it. Like, you know, what do you do for fun yeah. when you hang out with friends? Or do you hang out with friends? And yeah. Yeah. Now, keep in mind that people can be totally fine with just, you know, having one or two close friends. That doesn't make you oh, yeah. better than other people. Yeah. Um, so keep that in mind. Yeah. That everybody's got different levels of comfort with how many friends that they hang out with. And it's just a tool on a social media site. Like, people mm-hmm. use it differently. Like how right. i use it will be different than how somebody else uses it right mm-hmm. um and how that person uses it will be different than how maybe steph uses it like everyone's different mm-hmm. in terms of how <laughs> like you know that feature existed but you know if you want to see pictures of food and dogs and all sorts of stuff you can go to sarkis phg that's my instagram account yeah so say hi I follow we're, me we're not being, i'll follow you we're not being plugged by uh instagram we've we've mentioned them a lot but no we're not plugged but Instagram is just a part of life now. Isn't it? So, yep. All right. Do you want to read Kara's email or Kara? Sure. Kara says, uh, Nurse, my boyfriend and I were invited to my mom and dad's for barbecue. While there, my boyfriend and I were asked to walk to the store to buy dressing for coleslaw. While walking back, my boyfriend pulls me into a bush and asks for a blowjob. I start, and he's into it, and I was getting into it too. I guess it was the risk. I asked him to ejaculate onto my mouth or onto the ground, but not my face. Despite my asking, he ejaculated onto my face, causing a sticky mess. He never apologized. Am I wrong for thinking he should? I had to spend 30 minutes cleaning my face and reapplying makeup, but my family definitely knew something was up. Am I wrong for expecting an apology? Kara, it sounds like you did this without your consent. So I think that's an even bigger issue than than, uh, waiting for an apology, is that you clearly stated that you did not want him to do something and he did it anyway. Um, the chance of him not hearing you correctly are probably low. Uh, but you know, I don't know how this would just happen. It sounds like he made a choice. So I think there's some real questions that you have to talk to him about, about consent. 
uh, and um, and doing something that you did not give him permission to do. Now, what do you think, Kurt? Yeah, I don't, part of me thinks like this guy probably didn't think of the consequences. I don't know if it's mm-hmm. like a you know he was breaching consent thing. I think that might be a little extreme, but I do think yeah, he it was. I do think he was at the very least not conscious of the consequences. Like him doing this, it sounds like he wasn't fully thinking of the fact that, yeah, you had probably applied some makeup and you were at a function and people were probably going to notice if you had reapplied makeup and start to ask questions. Right. So I, and maybe it is the case that, you know, he was like, no, I'm not going to listen to her. I'm going to breach what she says, but I want to believe that this guy was just maybe ignorant or dumb or something, but uh, either way, if you want to stay with him, I would tell, like set hard boundaries and just say like, no, that's that's yeah. Either happening. way, you need to talk, and just tell him like that's not happening again. If it is, like, I will, I, you know, I'll you leave the consequences up to you, but you know, set hard guidelines and tell him like, no, if this happens again, like, there's there's gonna be consequences. Mm-hmm. Whether you want to enact some consequences now, that's up to you, but. I would give him some benefit of the doubt and maybe just let him off with a warning. But I would at the very least be like, no, like this is not agreeable. This is not something that we're mm-hmm. gonna, that's going to happen again. Right. And who knows, maybe you might change, but for now, at least like you're total, just let him know like this is not okay. Right. Cool. Uh, Brianne says, nerds, I was recently over at my boyfriend's place and I saw his credit card statement. On it were charges from something I later found out was OnlyFans. When he was showering, I took a look at his phone and found multiple instances of it. I confronted him about it and told him I wanted him to stop. He broke up with me instead. Now I wonder if I made a mistake. Did I? Brianne. You know what, Brianne? I'm going to say you did. Uh, I mean, this was essentially the equivalent of like going and watching porn, which... You say what you, well i don't think is necessarily like the worst thing in a relationship you know there's nothing saying like people are you know absolved of watching porn when they're in a relationship people can and you know oftentimes will uh you going and taking his looking through his credit card statement and looking at his phone without his knowledge or permission that's a pretty clear like boundary violation uh, and regardless of what your intents were, you basically went and violated his sort of privacy there. So, yeah, I think you were in the wrong. Uh, whether, you you know, if him going out to OnlyFans was an issue for you, sure, I could acknowledge that. But still, you could have handled it a lot better than sneaking around and looking at his credit card statements and snooping on his phone. Um, so, yeah, I think this relationship sounds like it's over. Maybe just a lesson for next next time. It's better to communicate issues rather than going and sneaking around and trying to find things out through, uh, you know, doing stuff like that. But that's just my opinion. What do you think, Steph? I also think that there are some questions as to why you're looking at his credit card statement. Um, just because something's on the coffee table or dining room table doesn't mean that you have an okay to look at it. Uh, so I was wondering if you were, if you were curious about something, in the relationship that wasn't adding up, if that's the case, you just talk to the person, you say, Hey, you know, I've got this feeling that something's happening and I don't know what, it, what it's about, but you know, is there anything you need to talk to me about? That would be the more appropriate way to figure it out. So, um, yeah, like using porn itself, everybody in a relationship has different levels of acceptability. Their partner using porn, um, that's between you and your partner. Um, there's no right or wrong to that. Uh, but 
And then you look, but then you looked at his phone too. So it's one of those things that, you know, it's, yeah. Did you make a mistake? Well, I don't know if you should be looking at people's stuff again. And again, if you feel like there's something going on in that and you feel like it justifies you looking at their phone, then probably talk to them about it first. Yeah. You know, I, yeah, like, because in case anyone doesn't know, OnlyFans is sort of like uh, Patreon or some other sort of like mm-hmm. crowdfunding sort of thing where people can sort of pool in money. And instead of, you know, other rewards on OnlyFans, they usually will provide people with like pictures or videos, usually of like pornographic variety. Um, so it, it, basically people are paying for, for some level of pornography. Um so, in case you didn't know, because I guess that's a pretty big stipulation on this email, you sort of kind of need to know what OnlyFans is, but there's no, like, physical intercourse uh, involved, at least directly. I mean, I'm sure people could probably connect in real life or whatever, but in terms of the app, that's that's not a thing. So, um, yeah, and I think it's interesting because I think this gets into a good conversation of, like, do people allow porn in their relationships? Like, Mm -hmm. I know I personally wouldn't have a problem with it because understandably some people just want to have a fascination for things that are outside their regular um, sex life with their partner. And maybe there's just some things that realistically you're just not going to see or do with your partner for whatever reason, whether it be health or, uh, you know, health or risk related, or maybe it's just not feasible for other reasons. And maybe just watching that is sort of a, you know, cathartic relief in a lot of ways. Mm So. I don't, yeah, I don't and, disown that by any means. I know some people may do, but it's a good reminder. Maybe like have that conversation with your partner. We've always said sometimes mm-hmm. you've got to have those awkward conversations and maybe just be like, hey, I know this is awkward, but we should talk about what we're going to do with the whole porn situation. So just right, and looking at porn is, is a normal behavior. And yeah. if, if your partner's looking at porn, it has nothing to do with what their feelings are for you. Yeah. In fact, some couples watch it together. So. Yeah. Um, you know, it's really up to you. And again, like Kurt said, have that talk in your relationship. Yeah. Um, and again, if you feel like you need to look at somebody's phone because you think they're up to no good, have a talk with them. Because if you're already considering doing that, it probably means that something's going on. Right. So you need to have a talk. Yeah. Instead of running the risk of looking at somebody's phone, because that is a violation of privacy. And again, if you see somebody's credit card statement, it must be really tempting, but just don't look at it. Oh, yeah. And I think we all, at one point in our relationships, sort of have that thing in front of us where we think, like, I'll just look at this. It's like, no, don't. Don't do that. (laughs) Because you're usually going to find something that you didn't want to see. You know, and it might and it might be it might be that there's porn on there. It might be that, you know, they were buying something for a birthday gift for you and you saw it. You know, I mean, there's always stuff on there that there's a reason why they aren't sharing that stuff with you. Yeah. And also, too, it's like, yeah. You know, I could see if maybe there were some other things like infidelity or something, but even then, you should never be looking into that kind of stuff. It's always good to just communicate with your partner because, mm-hmm. and in this case, you know, this was a complete non-issue. You know, maybe, yeah, Brianne, your your views on pornography in a relationship uh, differ, but you know, this could have been a non-issue, but you sort of made it into an issue in your means of trying to find out that information when you could have just asked them and saved yourself a lot of headache so mm-hmm. and i'm sure if you maybe even said like hey i'm not comfortable with this if he actually if, if he was invested in the relationship he probably would consider at the very least stopping but again the, or, or he might not have either yeah that's true i mean 
I guess we won't know now because the yeah, decisions were made, but yeah. And, and so I'm not even going to say like, if you made a mistake or not, I, I would just say that, you know, just don't do it again. And if you have a question about the relationship, ask the person. I would say the mistakes were in the practices and the methods, not necessarily in the reasoning behind it. Like it's fine because maybe you don't agree with pornography in a relationship, but yeah, the checking the phone and the credit card statements, that's, that's where the issue lies for me at least. And again, that has nothing to do with how someone feels about you. Yeah. The point. But you know, if you have an issue with it, then you need to speak up and say something. Yeah. Cause that's the thing ahead of time. We can't tell you that you're wrong or right for, you know, not not wanting porn in a relationship or wanting it. So it's each of them. Cool. Right, but keep in mind, it is a very normal behavior for people to have. Oh, yeah. Uh, do you want to read Warren's email? Yep. Warren says, uh, I've been dating this girl for a year. She's sweet and nice with some minor issues aside. She's been my constant companion. We've had, I, I, you have your name over the email. There it is. <laughs> Uh-oh. It says Curtis. <laughs> let me let me start this over again. So I have been dating this girl for years. She's sweet and nice, with minor issues aside, has been my constant companion. We have been planning a trip to mark our anniversary. Before this, though, we were invited by a friend to her wedding shower. I know some of her friends don't like me, but I just try my best to treat her well. She's always said that they are just dramatic and said that she didn't pay attention to what they said. Then she dumped me. She said it was because of certain issues. I had never had these brought up before. I was removing tags on Instagram and saw a post my ex was tagged in where they are chatting in the comments about the issues and it's coming from them. So I guess I know with a lot of certainty that we broke up because of what her friend said. Should I confront them on this? Talk to my ex about it? It seems stupid that this would be what ends our relationship, but I guess I want to try and repair things. Warren, if, if she broke up with you repairing things, you kind of need to have the relationship together before you repair things. So it sounds like she's done. And I would let it go. Um, you, I, I don't know if maybe you want a sense of justice or closure uh, from the relationship or you want like kind of a gotcha to, to say, you know, you told me this and I know it's not true. Uh, maybe it wasn't because of what they said. Maybe it was something unrelated to that. You don't know. But, you know, sometimes we don't get the closure we want in relationships. So we make our own closure and closure is kind of overrated. I mean, I wrote a Psychology Day article about that. That you know, If you keep on seeking closure, sometimes we just don't get it and we kind of accept that. So it sounds like it's pretty clear that she is done. So I would just leave it alone and move on. What do you think? Mm. Part of me thinks if this person were, I'm going to just assume that you're correct here and just say, if this person broke up with you based on what her friend said, that's like, I mean, that's pretty odd, like sort of way to sort of, you know, uh, follow sort of criticism or whatever right like yeah like why would you want to get back together with somebody that listened to her friends and didn't run it past you yeah like that's just that to me is like that's a red flag on her part and like mm -hmm. why would you mm -hmm. want to get why would you want to repair that why would you want to get back together with that clearly she doesn't have a level of respect for you um and her friends don't either so you want to go it's like the 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 house is on fire and you want to go back into it like no just move on well, that's a good metaphor yeah mm -hmm. like it's it's it, understandably maybe there was a level of comfort because you guys were together for a year but 
she clearly didn't have any sense of critical thinking skills, at least to question maybe if what her friends were saying were actually true. And you know what? She could have stood up for you. She could have said, no, you're wrong. Or, you know, maybe you're right, but you know what, blah, blah, blah. She could have done any number of things, but she said mm -hmm. with her friends and she made her intents clearly known. So I think it's time for you to just acknowledge that this relationship turned sour and it's not working out for you. Uh, and, you know, regardless of what you, what your level of comfort was, I think it's just, it's, there's no, there's no need to go back to a relationship like that because mm -hmm. I, I'm highly, highly doubtful that anything would change and right. it's not worth your effort. It's time to find somebody who can appreciate you and respect you for who you are. So, mm -hmm. and again, if she heard something from her friends. Her obligation is to say, hey, I heard something and I just want to check and see what your thoughts were on it or if this is even true. You're kind of obligated to talk to your partner about some rumor that you hear that you might be inclined to believe. Yeah. Let them have their say about it. And well, it sounds like she didn't even do that. And this might have not even been a rumor. It could have just been like a, we don't like uh, Warren because he does this or that. His or name whatever. starts with a W. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, you, you know stuff like that like sometimes people you know you have to be critical thinking and some people uh especially those who maybe want everyone to feel like they are respected and all that will try their best to sort of keep those people company when sometimes you gotta just put down your foot and be like mm -hmm. hey friends no or alternatively for right. you too warren like she should she could have put her foot down and said no warren this is enough which i guess she sort of did but i don't know it's uh it's it's a case of you know it, there's there's nothing for you there this person's moved on this person's already checked out you you best do the same there's no nothing repairing that and even if you did you wouldn't want to be with somebody who so freely kind of just sways with whatever opinion blows their way so yeah and to that too i'd, I'd say that it's one of those things where you know she probably did you a favor yeah really. exactly yeah no totally uh, yeah there there's better people out there people who are you know because that also strikes me as very immature behavior too mm -hmm. right you know like that strikes me as very immature uh very un unsophisticated behavior because it takes a certain level of maturity to say maybe you're right or maybe you're wrong but you know this person has value as a partner and as a human being i'm mm -hmm. gonna stick with them right this person didn't do that so they clearly were caved into to peer pressure or whatever you want to call it so and and they're talking openly on facebook about it or instagram yeah that's kind of the weird thing like why would you do it over instagram like but i mean maybe it maybe it was just to poke at them and even them even more reason to just leave them alone and you know i totally get if you feel like you know you don't you didn't get any justice or sense of justice but you know karma comes back to people sure. it may not be when we want it to but it does yep and that's that's not for us to decide when karma shows up yep and uh, you're better off finding somebody who respects you and the effort and time that you put into the relationship. So And actually talks to you instead of listening to their friends. Exactly. And Only. you know what? At the end of the day, Warren, you now have something to, to you know, look for in your next relationship, right? So, mm -hmm. you know, sometimes things like this, you know, it, again, we get provided a comfort and we want to go back to that comfort. But this is actually mm -hmm. giving you a better thing, which is the opportunity to at least learn more about what works for you in a relationship and what doesn't right. work so now you can take this knowledge and apply it to your next relationship and you'll be aces so beautifully said thank you very maybe, nice maybe i should be a therapist i told you you should be 
you know because you're good at it I, i'll just you know take some online quiz or something you know oh yeah because that's what it takes <laughs> www.becometherapist.com Yeah. Yep. <laughs> I mean, you could be a coach because anybody can be a coach. Oh, there we go. Um, yeah, don't get me started on that. But okay. um, Well, now that you said that, I'm now officially Curtis dating coach. Oh, no. Now I create a monster. Yeah. I'll just go on Twitter and just be an influencer. What are you going to be a coach in? Uh, dating. Oh, okay. There you yeah. go. You I'll could be- say, like, I'm, I've had the Nerds and Love podcast for X amount of years. Yeah, I'll be a dating coach. There I'll even go. wear like a coach's uniform. I'll have like one of those little clipboards, and I'll just be right and whistle. Face. I'll be like, "Oh, foul play! Uh, take us off the yard." Uh, yeah, uh, the will, real dating coach. I, I will. Yeah, exactly. I'll be like the real dating coach. You know, and then people will say, "What are you? What are your certifications?" And I'll be like, uh, "I don't life. know any. Uh, I've lived life. right. Yeah, right." And just me, and that should be enough. And and to just add to even more to this joke, I'll get listed on Psychology Today somehow. And oh, they list coaches. Yeah, they do. Yeah, yep. I'll I'll get. I'll I had a discussion s- with them about that. Yes, I'll mm-hmm. I'll swing it so that I appear on there, and then yeah, I'll I'll it'll just be like, what are you what are you an expert in? And I'll just be like, relationships, life, <laughs> life, bro. <laughs> Which I should also probably say, since we're discussing this, if you hire a coach, make sure that they have some training in mental health counseling. And yeah. a coach without mental health training is not allowed to give you any type of therapy. So just yeah. be aware of that. I do think like a dating coach in a ca- casual context is fine. Like if you want to go and listen to like a dating coach in a, like a situation like this where it's just us giving advice on a podcast sure mm-hmm. but yeah don't go to a, don't go to a coach with like actual serious issues like in terms mm-hmm. of needing treatment like that you need an actual proper mental health expert for right yeah 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 cool uh well you can find steph over at stephaniesarkis.com talking brains is the podcast yeah happy international podcast day yeah yeah we'll go out and celebrate in our respective countries yeah, I'll shotgun a beer, you know, I'll just do my thing, you know. All right, and I will stay inside away from people that might have coronavirus. Yeah, we'll just, you know, look outside and just be like, that person probably has coronavirus. So, yeah, what what's it like going back to kind of like what it was like in the before times? Because you, you guys are pretty, like, free-range chickens now, oh, right? Oh, no, we're like a, we're like a half-pipe in uh, skateboarding. Like, we were... What? We were up, oh, no. we were up, up, and then we went down, 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 and we went back up. So, yeah. Oh, what, what, did, what had happened? Uh, well, there was a bunch of like stupid people going and partying on beaches and stuff, and just people being. Oh, dates. yeah. Right, row. Right, row. Yeah. That'll do it. Yeah, people just gotta use your brains. You know, this isn't over yet. Just keep your mask on. Don't be an idiot. Yes. Yep. Absolutely. Oh yeah, and actually, on Talking Brains, there's a podcast I have with with uh, Dr. Ari Tuckman, who's appeared on on this show, yes. and I think he got rave reviews. And yeah. he has a really good analogy about condoms being like masks: wear one every time. Yeah. And we talk a little bit about how 18 to 24 year olds have, according to the CDC and a survey they did in June, they have the highest rate of depression, anxiety, and suicidal behavior of any age group. So Ari and I talk about that and what are some solutions to it. So. If you're in that age group, which I think a lot of you are, it's worth a listen. So, Talking Brains. There you go. And I'm over at 3AngryNerds.com where, uh, yeah, we've got some exciting stuff going on. A lot to announce in the near future. Some very exciting stuff. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be a fun time. 
but yeah, until next time, everyone. Bye for now. Bye, everybody. And don't forget the book, Gaslighting, on Amazon. There we go.